Yes, hello everybody. We are back. We are live. We are good to go. Just got to check with the engineer that everything's being recorded. Yeah, you're recording, but is there? I think you should be okay. Yeah, yeah so we're back. Raps on TV here in the flesh. Um, it's been a busy se- weekend in terms of uh, personal life, but in terms of uh, boxing, it was quite entertaining. Um, it's been quite entertaining. Um, busy weekend in terms of uh, the Super Series, uh, continuing to impress the boxing fans with another schedule and another impressive uh, win for Mr. Eubank Jr. So, again, just want to say a quick shout-out to all of the listeners, all of the people tweeting, texting, uh, calling in, of course, and downloading the show via iTunes. Uh, Respect for that. Much love, all of that, all of that, all of that. Um, We're also going to go into the result uh, between Crawler and Burns. Can't even bloody say that. I'm tongue-tied already. Um, Crawler versus Burns, which took place in Manchester. Um, we've got a stacked beat PBC card this week. Uh, you've got the likes of Charlo. You've got the likes of Lou fighting the likes of Lubin, a great prospect. Um, you've got Lara, um, who's defending his belt, as well as Hurd in some good fights that we're looking forward to. Um, a few dark horses on that card as well. But I'm here with my co-host, as usual, Mr. Enam. What's up? Guten Tag. Bonjour. Ça va? Good, uh, bonjour. Ça va? How you doing, Kodge? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, so uh, we're going to cover news of uh, AJ not fight, fighting Wilder until 2019. We're hearing a lot of uh, criticism from over the states, and we've got a guy from the States, Johnny J- Johnny Cage from Ring IQ is going to be joining us in a bit. We're covering the views from the state side on that. We're also going to cover the weekend clash between George Groves and Jamie Cox, the matchroom next-gen card, and also just some news of the week. You know, it's been a great weekend of boxing with Burns, Crawler, uh, Crawler winning by points, Andrew Selby as well, going on to fight for that WSB title, and of course, Christopher Eubank Jr. demolishing the robot. So, call the show. 01506-243-403 and over, if you're over in the States and you're listening from the States you can uh, dial in on 818-794-7004 so yeah, get involved guys and uh, make sure you tune in yeah, so uh, again uh, thank you for the goers listening in listening in um, we want to introduce Johnny Cage um, uh, yeah, we want to introduce Johnny Cage uh Somebody that we've uh, begun to partner with from the US, from Ring IQ Boxing, a big group out on Facebook. Um, we're looking forward to hearing his opinion um, and hearing what he's got to say on the state of boxing and this weekend's fights. So, Johnny, my man, can you hear me? How you doing, my buddy? We're, do- we're doing good. We're doing good. How are you? Man, I'm doing great, man. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Johnny, it's a pleasure, pleasure having you on the show. Do you want to just tell the listeners a bit about yourself and what you know, how you're going to boxing? I see you put a couple of videos up here on Facebook where you're working. You know, just tell the you know, just tell, tell all the listeners a bit about yourself, about Ring IQ, and uh, yeah. Yeah, not a problem. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm best known as Ring IQ. Um, I started boxing at the age of five. My dad uh, was the first one to bring me to the gym because he was a boxer too. Um, he got far amateur. He never turned pro, though. Um, and he sparred the likes. Uh, he sparred Lennox Lewis one time. Um, but that was, you know, he was he was in his younger days when he did that. But, you know, he didn't have much success. But just the fact that he did spar with a legend, you know, that, that speaks for itself. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I turned to uh, to boxing at the age of, uh, age of five, and then I loved it. And I'm still doing it right now. I'm 25. I turned 26 uh, next month. 
You know, and I'm, I love the sport, man. I love competing in it. I, I love doing it. I love watching it. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I love the sport of boxing. Good, good to hear, good to hear. So, Johnny, listen, We what we usually do is we kick off with the fights uh, of the previous weekend. Uh, so, did you were you able to catch the Eubank Junior versus Yildirim as part of the World Boxing Super Series tournament over in Germany? You know what? You know what? Uh, I, actually, I actually wasn't able to catch the, the, the whole fight because I was at work, but I did see, I did see um, a lot of the highlights. And, man, when I tell you, Chris Eubank Jr., he looked, awesome in there bro his hands bro his hand speed yeah. one of the fastest i've seen in boxing right now after amir khan yeah and and he looks he looks spectacular what can i and, and in my opinion he's a very very strong favorite to win the whole tournament i i, I think he might pull it off mm. honestly yeah i mean it was definitely an impressive performance by uh eubank jr i mean little was known of yildirim um fighting out of turkey um seemed to have a uh, an impressive reputation of being a heavy puncher a uh, bit of a knockout artist. Um, clearly, we saw in the build-up, we saw a bit of intimidation right. for the Yildirim camp. So, you know, it looked like it was going to be an entertaining fight and Yildirim's camp definitely seemed fired up, even if his, his trainer manager said he was about to fuck the coach of uh, of one of Eubank's team's wife. So, um, yeah, it was def- What I love about these tournaments, man, is, is that, like, you don't go from, oh, he fought this guy, like, he fought a who the fuck, you know what I mean? But you go from that who the fuck to now now you're now you start to fight the top fighters because every everybody that wins advances and advances. Now you're going from a decent fighter to a better fighter to a better fighter and so on and so on until there's a winner. That's yeah. what I love about these tournaments, man. Yeah. I mean, the, th- the thing is with uh, your dream. I mean, a lot of people are saying that you know he's he's you know he's, he's probably a novice boxer. But you know what you got to bear in mind before going into this fight, you had people like James DeGale's trainer, James J- Jimmy McDonald, mm. actually making comments like this is a serious guy. He gave James DeGale a lot of issues. Apparently, yeah, I mean, sparring. Yeah, I, I did hear that rumor I, you, that he had, he had, he's caused the ones that he caused the issue with his teeth. Mm. I have to say, for me, going into the fight, and I said this to Umar at the press site. I felt that, you know, this guy, all that was, in terms of footage, there wasn't a lot of, it wasn't a lot you could find on him. So you can't always say it means much, but I just felt maybe there was a bit of hype around the undefeated record that he had supposedly had. Um, but you know what? Not not taking anything away from Eubanks, he went in there, um, I think from the first round, it was definitely entertaining. Personally, I would stay, still say he's got a lot to work <laughs> on in terms of defence, but, you know, if you're trying to entertain the fans and be a fan a uh, friendly fighter, I think, you know, keeping yourself open in terms of or having an exposed defense helps. Um, and he got the knockout, you know, and it allowed... But you know what? You know what? You got to understand, like, a lot of the UK following is so big in boxing. Mm. So when you have that fan-friendly stuff, then, you know, the numbers that you could do are out of this world. Yeah. You know, so, of course, you don't really, like, when it, when it comes to, like, the fighters from the UK, like I said, they have such a big following that they don't really want to be one of those, like, defensive kind of fighters, kind of like how Mayweather was because, you know, the, the worst thing you want to be is considered a boring U.K. fighter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then people won't want to watch you. So I feel like Chris Eubank Jr. fights like that, fan-friendly, because, uh, you know, that's obviously that's what's going to get him tickets. That's what's going to sell him, um, you know, his fights. That's what's going to get the big paydays. Yeah. So, you um, know, I, I can understand why he fights rather than more defensively. Yeah, I mean, according to Radio 5 Live, you know, Johnny, which is a, is a big sports radio station in the UK, and Steve Bunce, cause, you know, mm-hmm. according to them, you know, Chris Eubank Jr. is now the second biggest UK boxing star. What do you think of that, Coach? Um, As a statement. Oh, 
style. Yeah, I think it's the thing. The and, thing and is, I've you, always I've, the, I, the style. Yeah, sorry, I, I don't know if you're cutting out there, Johnny. Um, hello? Can you hear me? Yes, we heard you. Okay, yeah, you just went there for again. You, what was you saying? I'm sorry. I, I said that, you know, I'm surprised that he's number two because I, I got to assume AJ is number one. Yeah. So you know, for him to be the number two biggest in the UK, that's got to be, like, a great accomplishment. And, you know, the better he fights, you know, the, the, the higher the chances are that he could be number one one day. And then he can, you know, he can come out and have the, the, the really big paydays. Yeah, I mean, I would, is, you know what, I would say it's a strange thing to say off of that victory because I would say, you know, it's, we don't know much about your dream, but it's hard to argue, and it's like we've said before, outside of Joshua, who is really a big name in terms of boxing, maybe... I would say you could argue that Tony Bellew is probably a better name than him, but, you know, Tony Bellew isn't going to excite you for what he's going to do within his boxing career. Um, I mean, in terms of, like, a profile, I would say, you know, David Hayes got still got a massive boxing profile, you yeah. know. Um, one thing I would say, Johnny, you know, we used to, we, we, have, we have a lot of live guests on our show. Like, we've had Chris Dubanks actually been on our show, mm. you know. And his show was the most popular in yeah. terms of di- downloads. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, prior to this, like, I mean, he's hated. The Eubanks are generally hated in yeah, the UK. You would think so. Yeah, but but based on the stats, I was I was taken aback, you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, that I will say as well, I remember watching Eubanks when he fought on one of the cards that Joshua was headlining. I think it was what, about two, nearly two years ago now. And to be honest, Eubank got a lot of support from the crowd and I was expecting him to get booed and, you know, he did his typical stance when he won and he won by stoppage as well. Um, um, but yeah, he got a lot of love. I think what it is, is, and, you know, we've all got to deal with it nowadays in, in the boxing world, it's the trolls. I think when you listen to the trolls, you would think he's a very hated man, but those are the same trolls, as he said, will go and ask him for a picture. Um, yeah. But when they're in the arena, he is a fan-friendly fighter. That's with people. all trolls, man. When have you ever seen a yeah. boxer live being trolled? No, it just never. doesn't happen. Yeah, it very rarely happens. So, um, so, so in terms of uh, Eubanks Jr., Johnny, you you said you were impressed with him. Do you think he can go on to win the competition? Oh, absolutely! And like I said, in in my eyes, he's the favorite just because of the way, like, I you know, I follow him on uh, on all social media sites. You know, I see the way he trains. Um, like he's hungry, you know. Yeah. He, he's one of those young up and comers, and he's he's you know he's he's 28 years old. Um, you know he's still got a lot of years left, and um, I really feel like he wants he wants this. Like the only fight you know he ever lost to was against Billy Joe Saunders, and some people you know some people could debate it, um, but I feel as though that he is definitely going to be the number one fighter in the UK at some point, maybe after he wins the tournament. Yeah. So I definitely feel like if, if, my, if I would have put money, I would put it on, on, on Chris to win, the, to win the whole thing. Nice, mm. nice. Um, so, uh, Johnny, uh, recently we've seen a number of videos from Kojo's favorite fighter. You want to do the customary bomb squad? Bomb squad! Yeah, so there you hear it. He's a, a bomb squad fan. You know, Beyonce Wilder. Beyonce Wilder. Beyonce Wilder Windmills. Fan. Windmills. And uh, you know he's been he's been getting very emotional. You know, on the verge of looks like he's about to cry. And uh, this is Wilder we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Not yeah. not not me. Yeah, yeah, it's Wilder. And then you got someone like AJ sitting there, very scripted, saying, "Look, this guy's gonna get, they're gonna get my jab rammed down the throat." What's the story on the over in the states? And what are they saying? Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
So like, and let's be clear, I'm a fan of both of them. But yeah, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. you've omitted a big point where AJ said he's not looking to fight Wilder next oh, year. Oh, that's what I was going to say, yeah. Okay, okay. So, the, you know, there's been a lot of criticism surrounding the point where um, Joshua said he's not going to fight. He's going to probably fight him in not 2019 or 2010, 2020. Eddie Hearn's pushing that as well. There's a lot of criticism around that from what we can gather. What is the state saying about AJ, Johnny? Look, look, man, what I got to say about that thing is like, it, it, some, you know, something that aggravates me and something that I actually love about the UK is you guys are so, so uh, attached to your fighter. Like, you guys are so uh, loyal to your fighters. I've never seen it. You know, me in, in in my life, I've never actually seen a UK fan root against their fighter. Um, as to American fans, they love to root against their American fighters. Like, uh, you've got Americans that, that root against Andre Ward, that were rooting against Floyd Mayweather, that are rooting against uh, Deontay Wilder um, for reasons that are unknown. I have no idea why. But can you imagine, can you imagine what how the boxing world would have reacted had Deontay Wilder been the one that said, oh, I'm not ready for AJ. Maybe I could fight him in 2020. Can you imagine the uproar? Oh, of course. They would have been calling him a ducker. They would have been calling him all Oh, yeah, without a doubt. But since since AJ is the one... But since since it's AJ the one that's that's saying that, everybody gives him a pass. Yeah, the thing is, you know... And not a lot of people... not, Not a... You know, to me that to me, like you know, it's like just like Lampley said, you know, if it talks like a dove and it walks like a dove, it's a dove. And yeah. to me, that's a duck move. Yep. Yeah, you know I, mean, I, I mean, because I, I, you you already have he has a better resume than Deontay Wilder, mm. but he's telling he's saying that he's not ready for Wilder. You know, why why are you not ready? Yet? I mean, I don't think you can just quite easily just read into that. You know. I mean, boxing Boxing is very much about power dynamics as well. You know, you get the A side and the B side. Clearly, Joshua is the A side. You know, right. Wilder is chasing that fight. You know, the people talking about it's a $100 million fight for each of the guys. You know, there's kind of numbers being banded around from what I've heard, you know. Um, so, I mean, for me, like, you know, this is like when people say things like, you know, Floyd is avoiding Pacquiao. You know, you see what I'm trying to say. I mean, I don't you, see it the same. No, though. I don't know, but like you know, you, you know, you don't, you know, you know, like you, do you truly think Joshua's scared of Wilder? Come um, on, man, I don't think so. You think he is? Come on, man. About, it's know not about fear. Bad. Okay, it's not about fear. For me, it's not necessarily about fear. I just think it's a case okay, so of about money. Does isn't he it? have a better chance of beating him in 19 than he does? Yes, uh, mm. next year. Yeah. And I've said to you, yeah. that fight is all about timing. To mm. me, that fight is a 50-50 fight, mm. but it's. The closer it, the quicker it can happen. I do feel why does potentially you know what, the edge? man? I don't feel it's a fifty-fifty fight, and I tell you why, right? I look at the fight with sixty-forty to me, Wilder. Okay, so I mean, yeah. I, I see the fight against Bimmer and Steven, Steven, and I see where he's, you know, okay. Wilder has a one serious fight and didn't knock him out. You know, this reminds me of the Triple G Canelo situation where Triple G is a beast. Though, yeah. You know, this ain't no this different though. to Canelo no, 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 tri- no, no, Triple G, man. Though, but I think it goes back to the point. Like we're focusing on what Wilder's done or hasn't done, mm. and the point is. Joshua has come out and said, "I'm not facing him. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look to face him next mm. year, the year mm. after. If it was the other way around, we'd be like, what the hell's going on? We did the same thing Fair with Canelo, enough. like you said. Fair enough. Just yeah. like you said, Canelo yeah. Triple G. Canelo so what we said, off. is he a duck? Is it officially wrapped on DV duck? I think it has to be considered a duck. It's a duck. Johnny, it's a duck, man. It's a duck. I think it has to be considered a duck because at the end of the day, it could be mind games. Um, fine, that much we could say. But if he doesn't fight him in 2018 and he waits to 2019, I don't feel that." 
necessarily does well in fact it does him a lot of favours but I mean I don't feel he does his reputation uh, potentially amongst the boxing but, I mean I've, 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 I've read today Eddie Hearn is looking to make this fight in 2018 he's saying after the Pule fight oh, it's un- after the Pule fight he's going to do one more fight mm-hmm. and then he's going for the Wilder fight in well, 2018 I hope so but well, don't forget it's one thing what Eddie Hearn has now said and what Joshua's clearly said and Joshua's mm. clearly said he's got the two devils on his shoulders mm. one that's telling him let's do it now and the other one that's saying let's wait let's wait it out so and, and build it out personally I don't feel this need, this fight needs to be built up I think if anything um, I think the quicker they can have it I think probably the more uh, freedom they're both going to have to express themselves and I think this the banter between they it can. Would be I good. think they can I mean like if Joshua goes and fights in America next year before he fights Wilder you mm. know it can only improve the profile of him and the fight I mean, it could always be improved, but I don't think. It, I don't think. What I'm, what I mean, I'm how well is, is Anthony it's Joshua? Big. It's still big. How well is Anthony Joshua known in the states, Johnny? And likewise, how known? How how well known is Deontay Wilder in the states? Wait, I, I'm sorry. Could you ask again? Yes, yeah. How how well known is Anthony Joshua in the United States of America? And likewise, is Deontay Wilder known as some kind of celebrity, like a superstar in in the states? Well, I'll tell you this much. From what I've seen, from what I've seen, uh, Anthony Joshua seems to have more fans in the U.S. than Deontay Wilder does. And look, a lot of the criticism that Deontay Wilder gets is because everybody calls, says, "Oh, windmill." Win-. Well, look, let's be honest here. Deontay Wilder is a very—if you actually watch him fight, it's like, yeah, he does get sloppy, but that's only when he has a guy hurt. He doesn't just jump in there from the you know the moment the bell rings and just starts windmilling. No, that's when he has his fighter hurt. And, you know, when uh, another fighter hurts another one, you know, they usually get a little clumsy. It's just like that's how Pacquiao got knocked out. You know, he had Marquez in trouble. He, you know, he came in there all crazy, got knocked out. Um, Deontay Wilder, it, it, it's kind of similar. He gets you hurt, and then all of a sudden he jumps on you. But he doesn't just go in there and just start windmilling and, you know, jump in from the ground trying to throw punches and things like that. So, um, you know, I, I feel like he gets a lot of unfair criticism. Another thing, too, all these top fighters, all these top fighters want to take illegal substances to fight him. Mm. You know what I mean? So he can he's I don't I feel like he's never really get a chance to prove um, you know, how how elite he is. Um, because Alexander Povetkin, uh, you know, uh, he was juicing. Um, Luis Ortiz, I'm not really sure what the uh, issue there was. I know it was something about um, uh, high blood pressure medicine. But look, the thing is this if if you're taking something um, you have a chance to write it on a piece of paper. Tell him what you're taking. And he didn't do that. Mm. You know, so why, why wouldn't you do that? You know what I mean? So that way, when you write that down, you say, hey, I'm taking high blood pressure medicine. Then when it comes back in a test, they, they'll know. And then they won't make a big deal about it. But no, fighters don't want to do that. I don't, I don't know why they don't want Because Pacquiao did the same thing against Mayweather. You know, he didn't write down he, want, he had a shoulder injury. And he decided he wanted to get a shot. And they said no. So, um, you know, Luis Ortiz, he wasn't actually juicing, but you could debate that whatever he was taking was to mask another uh, yeah. substance. I mean, but it's, we don't know exactly. We won't exactly. know. Exactly. We won't know for um, sure in this suspects. I do think, though, um, in regards yeah, to but, Wilder, but it's, it's, with, uh, one minute, Johnny, if you could. You know what I mean? So that, so that way, now, now Luis Ortiz is getting criticized of being a pub user just because he didn't want to just sign the game for him and say, hey, look, I'm taking high blood pressure medicine. Why don't they do that? You know what I mean? And it just ruins big fights because now the fight is canceled and now we got to watch Wilder beat the shit out of Stavern again. I don't want to watch that. And, you know, and, that's, and that was going to be my point, Johnny. So 
in terms of the next fight and him having to fight Stavern, I mean, again, he, he can't. He is in a win, no win situation. Um, but I feel potentially he should have. I don't know. I would like to have known that they tried to make an attempt to have a conversation with Matchroom about Dillian White because uh, you could argue who's the better fighter. I think you could go back and forth between Stavern and White. Um, UK fans will say one thing, international fans will say another. But I do think bottom line is you've already beat Stavern. And by beating White, we know that wasn't your first option. It was the option you were left with because of Ortiz. I feel if you fought him, um, I feel there would have also only been a positive from that because if he had fought in the UK, it would have made him a bit more known. It would have been that common opponent. Everybody would have been watching the style in how he would have potentially beat White. And I think he kills White um, easy. So I, I would like to, I would hope that the team tried to at least negotiate because if they didn't, he's going to get even less, less sympathy for for the sort of plight and the breakdowns that he's having on social media. He needs to at least show him that, listen, I wanted that fight or I tried to make that attempt. Clearly, he's going ahead with the Stavern fight and I just think it sets him back. So, yeah, we're going to have to see what, what happens with this yeah. whole wilder situation. Is, yeah. he, is he the most yeah, feared heavyweight? It's, it's frustrating. Yes. Yeah, it's frustrating too because, like, I, I get it, you know, could have fought white, but at the same time, like, who do you prefer him to fight? You know, Luis Ortiz or White? Obviously, Ortiz. Yeah. Um, but you know, what can he do when these guys don't want, or don't want to reveal that they're taking a, uh, you know, supplement oh. for their heart or their blood pressure, whatever it is? A hundred percent. He was going to travel. He was willing to travel to Russia to fight a Pavekin, but you know, Pavekin tested positive, and then um, they try to turn it around and they try to sue Deontay Wilder for whatever reason because he tested positive. He wanted to sue Deontay Wilder. So, you know, it, 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 it's just the heavyweight division, this is awful. And, and I'm not going to lie, Johnny, I am, I'm, I'm a fan of both. Um, for me, I think there's positives in terms of their approach and their skill set for either fighter. Um, and I think there's flaws in either fighter. Um, and Nam just asked the question, is he the feared, most feared heavyweight? In my opinion, um, I'm not saying it in any type of way like a Tyson or a Frazier or foreman but i would say yes he is because guys that seem to fight him need to go and take drugs i think nobody's necessarily running from not fighting aj yes he is the cash cow so there's a pay packet against it but i feel that if you was to just say if you had to give an answer i don't think you could say aj is more feared than wilder i think clearly wilder is is a feared man in the division um that that's that would be my opinion yeah, thinking, I mean, I, I, right. I, 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 I have to concur, you know, it's, um, he's the, what's happened suggests that's the case. Mm. Um, and I mean, I would say AJ is the biggest star in boxing. 100%. And, and Deontay is probably the most feared guy yeah. in the heavyweight division, you know, and uh, that's just the way he is. Yeah, so, so listen, Johnny, what we're going to do now, I'm going to put you on mute just for a couple of minutes. We're going to go to our UK callers, so stay on the line, listen to their points, um, and then... If you've got anything to say, um, obviously kick back but, uh, uh, and pick that up. But we're going to go out to our lines now. So stick, stick with us, Johnny. Uh, so we're now going out to okay, okay. we're now going out to the man that is always supporting uh, all the two guys. Actually, eight six zero, Mister Otai. How Hello, you doing? Sir? How, How you, you doing? doing? Not too bad. You well? Yeah, all good. Just that way, again. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. I'm glad we're keeping you entertained anyway. So what's in your mind, Paul? <laughs> As always. Hey, few things, really. Uh, I'm, from the weekend's boxing just gone, I think uh, I was one to write 
you bang up quite a bit. Uh, I'm still not fully a fan of his, but he was impressive at the weekend. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't help but be impressed. I thought you I thought Yildrim was going to be a lot tougher than he was, mm. and Eubank just went out there and went head to head with him basically. The only problem is is that I think if I want to see him against another boxer, I know the last one he fought. Billy Joe, he got beat by him because he got outboxed. So I want to see what improvements he's made. And I think, again, if Gross comes through against Cox, we'll get to see that. Yeah, you think you, if you, so you, you, I mean, between those two, because obviously Eubank is there, uh, if Gross gets through, I mean, who, where's, where's the money? Where's your money going? I think, yeah, I, I think Groves still. Because, like I say, I'm, I'm still not. You've, you've seen Groves beat people mm. uh, along the lines of Eubank and the calibre of Eubank, but we haven't seen Eubank beat anyone of the calibre of George Groves yet. I mean, now, the only, the only until people... he does that, then I think just out him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, what the only thing I'm going to add to that, Paul, is. You know, the kind of guys that have beaten George Groves have always tempted to be big, strong guys, like Badu Jack mm. and Carl Froch. And I'm not sure Eubank is that, mm. you know. So, yeah, I think it's 50-50, mate. Uh, just so you know, guys, as well, we've got a lot of guys on the line, so we're going to keep it limited to one question each, guys. So let's keep the calls rolling. Paul, thank you very much, mate, and uh, stay on the line. Cheers. Thank you, Paul. So, uh, so going out to 985, Mr. Appiah. Hello there, can you hear me, guys? Yes, how you doing, mate? You all right? Hello? Yes, can you hear us? Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. Good, yeah. good, good. Yeah. Brilliant. What's on your mind, mate? Um, yeah, good win for you, Bank. Yeah, a good win for you, Bank, over the weekend. To be honest with you, I'm not sure about him still, but you know what? I think he can win this tournament. I'm not going to lie. He's ambitious. He's got that desire. He really wants it. And I think that is what's going to see him through. I think he's going to want it more than other fighters. Mm. And um, that's why I think he'll go all the way. Mm. Love to see him fight George Rose in the, in the next round. But Jamie Cox is going to be, a, he's going to be tough for, for Rose. Mm. But he should come through. <clears throat> um, and, I think, and I think you and I think you bank beats George Rose in the semi-finals, to be fair. Dan, Dan, do you think, right, at this stage, yeah. Eubanks' profile now is much higher yeah. than Billy Joe Saunders' is? Well, yeah, you know, like, I so mean, Billy Joe Saunders seems to be going down. He's got. That's obvious. Like, Eubanks is active, isn't he? Very active. You know, um, you know that's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that, that, that's a no brainer, isn't it? Oh, you think? Yeah, I think and that's it's a, a good question. And because, I think, you know, sorry, Eubank is that Eubank, Eubank, yeah, is very active. Yeah, yeah. what do you think, Hodge? Yeah, no, I was going to say I agree. Um, I think it's a good question also because, so for my mind, I would say Eubank's obviously got now the ITV box office mm. behind him. So in terms of advertising and being able he's to be marketed, fighter, yeah. he, well, he's a flashy fighter by his style, but also ITV is more of a household product mm. than Box Nation. So mm-hmm. um, to find an advert from Box Nation, you have to be 
really on BT Sport. You have to, and have to, and you've got to be on BT Sport. Whereas ITV box office, they would show on ITV One, TV Two, TV Three, Four, and so forth, plus online. So, um, yeah, I definitely think he's got his profiles will be risen more than uh, Billy Joe Saunders, also because of his last few fights as well Mm. since they fought. So, um, yeah, definitely think that's good. I was going to say, D, quick question. what didn't impress you about him? You know, when you said you're still not sure, what what was it that you saw in, in the fight that made you think, mm. Um You know what? You know what? I, I just want to see him fight somebody. Mm. That's what I want to see. I want to see him fight a Rhodes, mm. uh, a Callum Smith. Mm. You know, I want to see him fight a girl. I want to see him fight somebody. Then when he wins that, we can say, yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. That's what I want to see. So, fingers crossed, let's hope Groves gets through Cox. If Cox wins, that's also a good fight, isn't it? There's mm. The Stars, Eubank and, and Cox, that's also a good fight. Then right. if Cox wins it. But, um, yeah, I want to see Eubank fight somebody. Yeah. That's that's all. Yeah. That I want. Then I can proper judge it. No then we can say, yeah. Do you know what I mean? No so, problem, D. Yeah. All right, cheers. Thank you, brother. So, listen, appreciate the call. Um, right. Keep tuning in, keep supporting. Yeah. Same to you, right. mate. Cheers. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, going out to 251. 251, the floor is yours. Hello. Hey, how you doing, guys? Ah, Dwayne, below the belt. How you doing, sir? How you doing, Dwayne? How you doing, man? Long time. Hey, because, uh, yeah, it's been a while. I'm glad to be back on the line. And, and Nam's making you feel guilty, man. <laughs> it's not been that long. It's been like two or three weeks. Yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What's on uh, your mind, yeah. mate? Um, I guess the whole Eubank... It seems like Eubank is really the, the, the topic right now. Um, I think I think looks very impressive on the night. Obviously, like your last caller said, when we see him up against like a real solid name... A real solid opponent. We'll see if he can get through that. But yeah, it's looking good, man. I'm just impressed overall with the competition, the way it's working out. Like we're just forcing the good fights, mm. and whoever comes out the winner in the super middleweight, the only fight left for that person that wins is is, is the girl, man. And they're going to be like the fucking sorry to swear, but yeah, they're going to be the biggest biggest name in the super middleweight division. I mean, that's a fair point. I mean, and I think you know, actually, you both touched on some good points there, even from a domestic level um there's actually good competition at super middleweight now that Eubanks kind of forced his hand if he should have a close fight with Groves uh, win or lose um I think that only sets it up for like you said you know the Smiths and the DeGales um to potentially have a fight outside of this tournament yeah maybe generating to a bigger uh maybe pay-per-view event you know with, with one of the promoters so to speak and what's your thoughts on uh Joshua Wilder yeah I could it's interesting. Um, I've thought the only thing sometimes I think AJ may be a bit too honest for his own for his own good. I mean, I watched the interview he done on Sky Sports with Johnny Nelson, and I think it was the Sky Sports um, so thing. Yeah. And he, he was being sincere, but he said that basically he basically said he didn't feel like he felt like it, was, it seemed like his team didn't think that he was ready for the Wilder fight, and I just felt like that was an admission that he probably should have not said on camera because they've been bombarding him with insults on social media ever since. Mm. But yeah, I guess he's just being who he is, he's just being honest. But um I think I think as far as profile concerned, obviously everyone knows AJ's got the biggest profile, he's got the biggest wins on on record between, out of him and um, Wilder. Mm-hmm. 
but he made solid points. Just to be too honest for camera. I mean, like you said, he's only had what is it, 19 fights. Um, Wilder's had about 30. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a right to basically still work his way through the game, but. He's a unified heavyweight champ now. That kind of point yeah, doesn't really exactly. hold much weight anymore. Doesn't stack up. Give up the belts then. Much of us support AJ's whole movement. Exactly. And that's the thing, D. I think, no, no, I totally agree with you. And I think, you know, one thing, you know, we have to be is honest. And I think if, you know, everyone's got their own perspective, but I totally agree with you. I think if you have unified two divisions, the the, the lack of patience or being complacent, it, can't, it cannot come into it without you being called a ducker. I think that's only fair, you know? Yep. So, so yeah, definitely agree. Exactly. And I think, I think maybe, yeah, and I think if he was maybe just a little bit more prepped with how to address that point, because, like, he referred to Mayweather and how long it took to build up the Pacquiao fight, but Mayweather never said anything even close to that on camera. Yeah. His whole thing was, I'll take the fight, he needs to do the blood test, the blood test, the blood test. And that stupid, was stupid all the way move. to the mountains. Stupid even publicity. In reality, he was thinking otherwise. Yeah, and even then, the age difference. The thing is, I think, again, if Joshua was older than Wilder, then you might say, well, he's the older man, he's at a disadvantage keeping it going, whereas Joshua clearly has the time yeah. in his favour because Wilder's only going to be getting older. Um so, but I, I do see his point, and that's why I've always felt that fight is about timing for more, more for Joshua than anything. Because um, you know, one thing I always say with Joshua is that you know, apart from Klitschko and really Chisora, he hasn't even been hit. So if he now has to go in and face Wilder, even just get hit in on the hit by any arms in the body, it's going to be something he's not used to. So that's why I think he's trying to fight these Pulevs and these guys just to get his body a bit more ready for. For, for big punches. Yeah, my I, think, I, think, I think Klitschko showed the vulnerability with Joshua. Mm. You know, clearly showed, you know, what you know, White hit him and, and, and he was rumbled yeah. and Klitschko, an elite fighter, put him down. Yeah. So, without a doubt, that's a serious concern when you've got someone like Wilder. Yeah. You know, that, that bomb hits you, you're going down, mate. Yeah, and that's what you I know. think, there's nothing wrong with saying that, like, that's where the concern is and I think you nailed it, uh, Dwayne, in terms of the team. The team must be slightly concerned. Sorry, mate, we hijacked yeah. your call. <laughs> what, what else is on your mind, <laughs> no, mate? No problem, man. It's all good. Um, I'm really looking forward to the Groves and Cox fight. That should be a solid fight. It seems like Groves is really underestimating um, Cox, but maybe that's just trying to get into his head type talk. Mm. I know Groves is like that from time to time, but he, he seems to have zero respect for him, but maybe yeah. that's just a just to mess up his head. We're looking forward to that fight. And um, yeah, let's see what the new year brings, man. Yeah, yeah loving the whole, I think 2017 for boxing, boxing fans has been superb. Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely. And so listen, D, um, we, I'm going to send you a t- uh, shout up afterwards, but I think for the AJ show, we're looking to do a big one. So if you can keep yourself free for that Tuesday, we'll get you into the studio. So but I'll be in touch outside of the call as well. Okay. Yeah, nice one. Yeah. No, no problem, Pleasure. mate. Cool, Pleasure, man. Cheers. Thank you again. Cheers. So moving on uh, to 402. Uh, 402, the floor is yours. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Hey, it's Mark. How you doing, Mark? You Mark, right? how you doing, mate? You right? Yeah, I'm good, guys. How about you? Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, what's, in your, what's in your mind, Mark? What would you like to talk about? I'd... I'd yeah, I just want to say that um, I thought I thought Chris Eubank Jr.'s performance on the weekend was um, was was a cracking performance. But 
you know, there's still obviously a lot of unanswered questions there. Do you think he is uh, fast becoming one of the UK's biggest boxing stars? Um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I, I've, I've always, I've always liked the, the, the Eubanks for their, their sort of patriot. They're really patriot, um, patriotic, aren't they? You know, and, and mm. I think that's a, um, a, a fantastic trait to have. And I think we should obviously, um, as 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 Brits all, all sort of celebrate that as well. And um, I thought his, I thought his, his fighting style it makes for it makes a good viewing, doesn't it? So, so yeah, I think you can get there. Mm. What, uh, did, you, uh, did you watch the the Burns qualify? And you've got have you got any views on, on that at all? Where do the fighters go? Where do, where does the winner go from there? Yeah, I did. I think I think it played out pretty. Um, where does the winner go from there? I, I think onto onto another. Um, potential world title shot that they will will lose unless they're going to fight for a vacant belt. And then, um, obviously, I think the fight went the way everybody expected the fight to go. Mm. And, um, and and I, and I think if Eddie Earn does somehow manage to um, wangle crawler a, 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 a vacant title fight, yeah. then um, he'll probably be a champion again. Yeah, Rookie Burns is uh, contesting the result. Um, do you think that's potentially going to lead to a rematch? And do we want a rematch? Um, the, it, it was it was okay, wasn't it? You know, I suppose I suppose if you're from Manchester or if you're from um, Scotland, it would be good to see that return in Scotland. That would be good. Mm. Um, but I, I don't think the um, the I don't think contesting the, the fight will, will, will lead to anything in particular. Yeah, great. Perfect. So listen, Mark, thank you again for your support. Um, appreciate it. We're going to move on to another call. Hello? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll catch you. Okay, cheers. Oh, sorry, mate. Um, so 012, 012, last call for this session. Um, uh, 012, what's, it? what's on your mind? Hi mate, it's Joe. Are you okay? Yeah, yes, Joe. How you doing? Hey, Joe. How you doing? You're right. Yeah, and how are you doing, mate? Very good. What's what's uh, what's the North of England saying, especially with Burns Crawler from last weekend? Well, just um, yeah, I was just going to mention um, Burns and Crawler while you said it. I think it just goes to show. I mean, I know they're both past the best a little bit, but I think it just goes to show the standard of some of the world champions like we've had over the last couple of years. Mm. It's like. <clears throat> You know, like to think that those two both held world title less than like six to eight months ago. Mm. Um, you put them in with anybody now, and they'll get beat comfortably. Yeah. yeah what do you think great. of Flanagan? I mean, like, have you seen Flanagan? Literally, you know, Flanagan was asked about the qualifier, and he literally said, "I don't," you know, with expletives, "I don't give a fuck about Crawler. He wants the unification fights." Yeah, I've always fancied Flanagan in that fight. Yeah, I mean, do, do you think Flanagan is a proper, you know, elite kind of fighter? Compared to the Linares and the Garcias, I don't think he's elite. I think yeah, I don't. I don't think he's elite. I think he's good. I think he's better than Burns. I think he's better than Crawler. But I, I don't think he's elite. Um, I think Mikey Garcia and Linares are both both handle him quite easily. Mm. Yeah, I think Easter Junior is probably like, a I good mean, fight. That's a, a good fight. Get a lot of hype behind it because <laughs> yeah, Easter Junior is a good fight. I think he's probably the weak link to be honest. Out of a lot of them. Mm. I think he struggles with the weight as well, being so big, doesn't he? Yeah, that's why I think him and Flanagan would be a good measure to see where either of them are. 
yeah, good shout, good shout. It's um, it, it just, I mean, I don't know how long ago it was now, but I think there was one point when, when there was like 16 world champions in the UK, a lot of hype behind it. But mm. like, realistically, how many how many world champions that we've had or have yeah. are the best in the division? Exactly. Not I think we've covered that kind of point before, mm. you know, and uh, I think you can really say it really was Joshua, really. Right. And the girl. I think and, and Joshua, girl, yeah. the girl, maybe a Selby, but he's not. I would have said yeah. Selby and Frampton, but you're right. In terms of the old like the double Smith, figures, um, yeah, no, that was... Yeah, that was and Gal, to be fair, come on, you're fire. I think I know he's just got a title, but I think he's Cali-fi, not Cali-fi, 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 yeah, yeah, Cali-fi, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's proved himself to be yeah solid contender over the years. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely get your point there, uh, Joe. Who's I that think, Callum? yeah, uh, no, sorry, I mean Callum Smith, I, f- I rate highly, especially after the Scotland. But uh, no, Cal, you're fire. Now that he's a WBA, um, I think he he can be a worthy oh, champion. Right. Sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's a worthy champion, but I know yeah. I get your point. There aren't many worthy champions um, a, a few years ago. So, what's your thoughts, Groves versus Cox? Uh, I think Groves will not will not Jamie Cox out. I think he gets too emotionally involved. Jamie Cox sometimes he, he's very spiteful and tries to hurt his opponent. I think mm. he'll get. I think the occasion will get to him. And um, Groves is obviously quite collected. Picks um, his punches very well. He's a big puncher, Groves as well. Like. When he hits you, he leaves the punch there. Do you know what I mean? I think. Um, yeah. I think he'll change. I think he'll change Jamie Cox. Especially where where he's come up from world to weight as well. You know, mm. like I don't think he's, he's not a big super middleweight, is he? No, Jamie not. Cox, you know, and uh, I don't think he's fought anyone of the level. Of no, course, I agree. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think he's probably going to get knocked out. That's probably yeah, it's well. the level as well. Even like even when he was at like middleweight, he hasn't fought anybody. He hasn't mm. fought anybody. He hasn't fought anybody well. Because yeah. he, he was less than impressive on that in that. Um, that fight of Cram all day. He wasn't yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. No, I think and you hit the nail on the head there, mate. And so it's, it's, it's where where they say well, skills skills pay the bills, and I do not believe George Groves really. Um, I can't see him losing. It would take. I, I think you know, knowing what's at stake here. Um, and the caliber of fight is his fault as this well. This is what I mean. Cox Cox would have to really fight out of his skin. Um, and put on a, a, a bit of a masterclass, to be fair, to keep George Groves off him because I could see Groves coming forward all night and just yeah. hound it, bombs, pa- literally hounding him. So it's going to be a tough one. It's a tough ask for Jamie Cox. It's a tough ask. Um, and what's your thoughts? I don't know if we yeah. asked you, Joshua Wilder. I wanna... um, yeah, I heard the American guy on the phone before. I don't know his name, sorry. Um, uh, Johnny, Johnny Cage, you'll be back in. People fearing Wilder. I do. I do probably agree that he's feared, but I think he's. Um, I think the only thing worrying about him is, uh, is his power. I think he's very, very vulnerable. Yeah, I would. I would. Agree. I would. I would say he's vulnerable. Um, I think most most elite fighters would probably see yeah. him see him load up though, from a mile off. They just move, man. I don't know. I don't know. Heavyweights is a yeah. different. Heavyweights is a different caliber. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, I but yeah, is is to be seen. So listen, Joe, we're going to move on and get back to Johnny. But thank you very much uh, for calling in and support as always. Um, and we'll catch up with you in a bit. Sure. Cheers. Thank you. So Johnny, listen, we're coming back out to you now. All right. Hey, Johnny. We uh, saying how you doing, sir? You well? Johnny, you still there? Hey. Yes. Can you hear us? I'm here, I'm here. Oh, perfect, perfect. Sorry about that. So listen, um, the fight's taking over, taking place. Yeah, we can hear you. Um, the fight's taking place on your side of the pond, uh, the PBC card, um, where there's actually two PBC cards. Um, very exciting. Um, 
Jamel Charlo takes on Ericsson Lubin. What's your thoughts on that fight? Um, I'm a I'm a very very big fan of uh, Jamel Charlo, so I'm gonna go with him. But let me tell you something. Um, he's not like I like his brother a lot better because his brother has obviously been the better opposition. Mm. You know, the biggest name the biggest name uh, this guy has been on his resume is uh, Gabriel Rosado. You know, sets off the top of the head, and everybody beats that guy. Um, so I'm not 100 uh, percent sold on him yet, but he is very talented, very skilled. Um, you know, he uh, he knocked out Charles Hadley uh, his last fight. Um, but I'm going to pick him to beat Erickson Lugan, too, because when I see both of those fights, I'm uh, sorry, both both of the, the brothers' fight, both of the Charlo brothers' fight, like, I see that they, they manage to adapt to whatever the other guy brings. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely going to pick uh, uh, Jamel Charlo to, to beat him. I'm going to say by unanimous decision. Yeah. Okay, so you don't think he's going to knock him out, no? Hello. Nice. So, in so you don't think there could be a knockout? And what about Lubin? No, no, no. no. I, I, look, look. The thing, the thing about boxing is like every time I predict a knockout, it's always a decision. Okay. It wouldn't surprise me. It, it wouldn't surprise me if there's a knockout because I know those Charles, those Charles brothers can bang. Um, but I, I'm, I'm picking it as a decision. Uh, I picked Jamel. The, the only thing I'm going to say yeah. is, you know, when Jamel Charlo, when he was fighting for the WBC, he was a vacant belt. He was losing quite comprehensively to that Jackson guy, right? And then he sort of knocked him out late into the fight, yeah? So, I mean, from that, what I've seen is, you know, he, he, you know, he, he, he needs to sort of, like, from what I've seen, he sort of like needs to knock people out to get the win. You know, he's not, he's, not, he doesn't, he's not that great a boxer. So, what makes you think that he will outbox Lubin? Hello. So I think in terms of uh, hey, uh, you guys are breaking up, guys. Uh, I can't really hear you. Okay, sorry. Stay, stay with us. Yeah. Um, so we're just talking about Lubin. What's your what is your thoughts on Lubin? And do you feel that uh, Charlo does? Do you think Charlo has got the power to to potentially knock him out? Sorry, no, you don't feel that he's got the power to knock him out. Sorry, do you think Lubin has, has got the power to manhandle Charlo or make this at least a competitive fight? Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, look, Charlo... Uh, I think we're losing you there, Johnny. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, what, what does he have, like, 14 knockouts? And, oh, yeah, he definitely has the power... And I believe his last two, uh, his last couple of fights were both by knockout. Uh, when he beat, uh, when he knocked, uh, when he stopped Jorge Cota, he beat uh, Juan Cabrera by knockout. So he definitely, he definitely has a has has the punch to turn the fight around. But at the same time, Jamal Charlo, his last three fights have all ended by by knockout. So um, they both have the power to to, to stop each other. Um, do I feel like there's going to be a knockout? I say no, but it wouldn't surprise me if, if it happened. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if, if Jamel Charlo knocked him out, and it wouldn't surprise me if Lubin knocked him out. So, um, but I'm me, me. I'm I'm picking I'm picking Jamel to uh, to, to, stop, to beat this guy. Cool. Yeah. So I'm, by I'm, uh, unanimous decision, not so, no non-controversy unanimous decision. <laughs> we're gonna, There's been a lot of controversy this year. I was going to say we're going to have to start adding non-controversial <laughs> to our decisions or to yeah. our predictions. <laughs> so I'll be honest. Um, I see this fight actually being quite close. I'm. Like as you said, Jamel, Jamal. 
I, is, I favour him more than Jermel. Um, I, do you know what? I, do, I don't know. I see a little bit of an upset here. My, my prediction tonight is going to be a bit mad, but I don't know. I see Lubin potentially um, being able to uh, not manhandle Charlo, but be able to like frustrate him with the jab and, and land some power shots. Um, I don't think he will stop him, um, but I think... Uh, he's not going to have, he's going to make sure that Charlo isn't active enough. To me, I see Charlo being a very active fighter, throwing punches in bunches, and I think I can see Lubin frustrating him. So I wouldn't be surprised um, with a Lubin win. So I'm going with a Lubin win. Uh, I'm going to go with a Charlo knockout. And the reason I'm saying that, I think he's just got the stronger resume. I think Lubin is still quite, you know, he's, he's very young. I mm-hmm. think he's in something like 90 for 20th fight. I don't think he's got the experience to fight at this kind of level yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think he's fought anyone of the level of Charlo. Mm-hmm. I think Charlo's going to knock him out because, you know, the, his, his trait has been that. You know, he's knocked mm-hmm. out Hatley. He's knocked out that Jackson guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's going to, in a strong kind of, mm-hmm. uh, what's the word, man? You know, like momentum. Good, yeah. His momentum is strong. So I think it's going to be a Charlo KO. Okay, good, good. Know? So, okay, moving on to the other fight of the night. You've got Jarrett Hurd yeah. taking on Trout. Um, what's your thoughts on that fight? Oh man, like okay, with with when it comes to trial, man, I I, I love the guy. I, I talked to that guy personally. You know, I have his number. We, you know, I, I talked to him on the phone. We texted. So you know, I know I know him on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course I'm going to be rooting for my for my boy. Now with Austin Trout, man, the only one in my and this is just my opinion. Um, his I think he's got what four four losses. And every loss he's had, other than Eris Landilar, because he got completely dominated in that fight, um, you could you could you could uh, argue that he might have won. Yeah, um, especially you know, the Canelo one, very controversial. Or Charlo, um, it, you know, sorry, the Canelo one especially. Hello. Uh, can, you, can you hear us? We say the in answer to the Canelo fight. So carry on, Johnny. Go 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 on, Johnny. Wasn't, wasn't sure if you guys could hear me. Yeah, sorry, well, sorry, George. You want to just carry on? Anyways, um, you know when he when he fought uh, Jamal Charlo, um, you know that, that fight. Yeah, that that's a fight that uh, when he fought Charlo, that was a fight that some people felt he won. Um, the majority of people thought he lost, but you know it's one of those fights where people are going to have their their opinions. So Austin Trout, every every loss he has um, has been controversial, other than the Arislan Villar one. Now, um, you know, when it comes to when it comes to uh, Jarrett Hurd, uh, you know, he won the vacant IBF uh, middleweight title against Tony Harrison. Um, so, you know, he doesn't really have that big of a of a name in on his resume. So, um, I want to pick uh, Austin Trout just because I feel like he's been in there with a the better opposition. Um, he's a southpaw as well. Um, so, I, I feel like Trout. I feel like Trout might take it. Honestly. Okay. I mean, to me, it comes across one of those situations where you've got a new champ or someone's going to get ready to be a champ in the future where they fight an old champ to build up their resume. That's what this fight looks to me like. You know, it's, it's, it's like Austin Trout. He was the ex-champion. Right. Comes to the end of his career. He's lost to the That's likes right. of and, Lara, Cotto, you know. And, uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I mean, I can't, I, I don't, I can't see, like, Jared Hurd's team taking on this fight. You know, if they didn't think they can win, I'm going to go with like a Jared Hurd win on points. Johnny, yes. Well, well look, think the thing with uh with him is, you know, this is his first title defense, and he just won the he just won the belt back in February. 
So you know he's he's defending it. He's defending it against a vet. You know at at this point, Trout, you can consider him a veteran. He's been around the block. He's fought great fighters. Um, you know he he he's beaten some great fighters too. Uh, so I just feel as though like I just feel like he's the better skilled fighter, and um, it's going to show. But at the same time, at the same time, uh, Jared Hurd, you know that that guy's no joke. He's 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 got some skills, man. He can fight. So it's going to be a great fight. But me, honestly, I, I I'm picking Trout to uh, to beat him. Yeah. Um, so just on my one, my prediction, um, I'm going to go with Hurd. Um, I was impressed with his uh, last fight against Harrison for the for the belt. Um, I do think it is one of those, not necessarily, it's no way a gatekeeper, but I think it's going to make his CV look more impressive um, having de- potentially defeated Austin Trout. Um, I see this being a unanimous decision in favour of uh, Jarrett Hurd. Um, so the other fight, which is also quite big, um, mm-hmm. is Eris Landalara versus Terrell Gashel, who are fighting for the IPO and uh, WBA Super Welterweight Belts. What's your thoughts on right. on, on uh, that? That's that's uh, that's a it's a close one. What can you tell us about Terrell Gashel? Oh, on on which uh, on the um, what did you say again? Hi, no, Johnny. no, no, I'm, I'm in my house. I'm right here. I'm chilling. Ah, uh, cool, cool, cool. Oh, okay, so Kojo's asking about uh, the Gaucha fight with large guy, Terrell. Hello. Yes, hello. I think we seem to be working fine, but we can't hear you. Oh, I mean, oh, you talking about Yeah, I, I think the network oh, is playing. You're talking, you talking about that Terrell Boucher guy. That's, I don't even know if yeah. I'm saying his name right. Um, I don't you don't know. You're not too familiar with him. Well, you know, Lara's been known for, for you know fighting a bunch of you know who the hell are these guys kind of guys. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think. Oh said, no, I'm not familiar with him at all. That's 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 a Lara one. That's a Lara win. It's a um. So I think I I'm going for Lara as well. I think um the skills pay the bills on, on that fight. Um, one fight that I'm gonna tell the listeners to look out for if they can. Um. On this card is uh, there's two guys. Um, I believe they're going to be fighting at middleweight. Um, guy called Chardell, Chardell Booker and Malcolm McAllister. Um, both coming into this fight undefeated. Both powerful punches. Um, coming in with a strong knockout ratio. Uh, Malcolm McAllister. So, in my mind, um, I think that is a fight to definitely um, look out for. Um, I think it's definitely a fight to look out for. Two guys that punch hard. Um, Southpaw versus Orthodox. And I'm uh, and I expect to see them unload um, some some big shots. Um, also, strangely enough, um, um, also strangely enough, uh, give me one second because. Johnny, so <coughs> we see uh, Eddie Hearn has uh, broken into the U.S. market, signing up Daniel Jacobs and baby Jay Miller, well, Jared Miller, the heavyweight, whatever his name is. I can't remember his name now. What is the view in the U.S. of Eddie Hearn? And does he pose any kind of risk to people like uh, Top Rank or PBC? Hello. I think I think Eddie Hearn is it, it, going to be great having him. Um, he's trying to replicate pretty much what he's done in the UK, so I think it's a good move. Um, you know, I'm excited about it. 
Okay. Um, da- Daniel Jacobs, where where do you see Daniel Daniel Jacobs coming back in the next couple of next couple of fights? Can he get back to the top of the middleweight division? Do you think? I'm sorry to hear that again. Uh, Daniel Jacobs, can you see him making it back to the top of the middleweight division? Going to go through some some of the boxing news for this week. So it's more more of a statement. Um, so you got Leo Santa Cruz. I don't know if you guys are aware. You got Leo Santa Cruz fighting um, this weekend over in California. You've also got Abnamares fighting. So this is a little bit of a disappointing thing for me, in my point of view, because I'm like, why is the super uh, uh, champion and the regular champion fighting on the same card against two opponents that are outside of the top ten? Surely this is a bit bad for boxing, guys. What do you think? Santa Cruz, Abnormores. Um, yeah, I mean, my, my, my personal view is Santa Cruz... Marius needs to fight Santa Cruz again. You know, there needs to be a rematch. Yeah. Um, and I think you're absolutely right. There's some top fighters in that division. Why they're not fighting each other? I can't understand also why Frampton isn't fighting Silby. I just, I just don't understand that. You know, it's a big fight. I know Silby is deeply frustrated. He, he's made a point this week that if he doesn't get his big fight, he's going to move up. Yeah, I mean, some of these guys need to sort their act. I mean, Santa Cruz is supposed to be an elite fighter, but besides fighting Frampton, you know, and Mark, you know, like, you know, uh, you know, he needs to fight some some of the guys like Russell. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. So, um, so listen, Johnny, we're gonna we're having a little bit of network problems. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna leave you for now. So we're gonna put you on mute. Um, we'll catch up with you after the show, and then we'll reschedule. But apologies for that. We're just having a couple of network issues. So um so okay in um uh okay yeah that's fine that's not a problem perfect cool yeah, bro thank you thank you, thank you for taking the time out to do, uh, come on our show as well Johnny most appreciated perfect so in other boxing news you had Jacobs and Miller officially announced um signed to Matchroom um looking to be 